Welcome to Dice, Nerds, and Nagas, coming at you from beautiful Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Dice, Nerds, and Nagas, for people that hate themselves, but love shrimp. Now I believe you had some shout-outs and thanks you wanted to do to other people that hated themselves and loved shrimp. Indeed. Indeed I do. Uh, yeah, so we are on Twitter, just in case you guys are unaware of that. We're uh, at Dicers Nagas. We've all got our, our own handles too. But I uh, just want to give a bit of a shout-out to some of the D&D podcast community out there. Um, there's a couple of guys I've been listening to as well. And uh, yeah, I think... If you've got time to check ours out, check out theirs as well. Um, so one of them is Dicey D20. They're pretty fun, enjoyable, enjoyable group. I think they're up on Podbean. And then the other group that I wanted to give a shout out to is uh, Dice Paper Roll. Uh, very, very funny guys from Melbourne. And, uh, I think it's Melbourne. Anyway, they're in Australia. But congratulations on your live show that you guys just had recently. That was really, really cool. And uh, the last person that I just want to thank for uh, actually having a listen, giving their feedback, which is really, really cool, is AJ Pickett. The dude has an awesome channel on YouTube full of D&D lore from like everywhere. And he goes all the way back to like dungeon magazines and all sorts of stuff. Uh, so if you guys are ever stuck for some ideas, check out his channel. Uh, it's really, really good. And yeah, that was about it. I was hoping he was gonna thank Jesus. <laughs> well, no, no, he hasn't really helped at all with this. I would say he stands in opposition to what we do, actually. <laughs> black, black Jesus, Korean Jesus. Oh, Black Jesus. Black Nobody Jesus. ever thanks Black Jesus. Come on. Who ever does? Or Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus? Well, you know, I like Korean Jesus. Mr. Kim? <laughs> Mr. Kim. Edit that out. <laughs> so where we left off in the last episode, uh, we, we, the players, had aligned themselves with a group of uh, adventurers working for the Wizards College in Waterdeep. Uh, they defeated the party of Drow that had been traveling through the Ziggurat as well. And... I remember they had captured the leader of the drow, so she is sort of tied up or whatever, I don't know, beaten down, unconscious at the moment. Uh, the rest of them are still, you know, in the same room, though. It's basically uh, a plain stone room with some sort of puzzle uh, needed to solve before you can pass through to the mummy's lair that you've been warned about already. So it's kind of a quiet moment. You've got the drow defeated. Their bodies are bleeding out on the floor, whatever. Uh, okay. Jesse, why are we keeping this priestess again? Well, uh, Timiel needs a new girlfriend, and I thought, you know, he, he mentions, you know, like, it's got to be some evil lady, and she seems to fit the bill. Timiel, the one that you owe a bride to. Now, the thing is, I'm not really sure how any of this is going to work. I mean, did he give you any instructions or anything like that? Uh, the half-orc, dressed in wizarding robes, actually speaks up uh, from the palace. Wait a minute. Did you say Timiel? Mm-hmm. Really? This can't just be a coincidence, then. My patron is Timiel. Oh, that's Oh. Wow, they're talking. From the third infernal, infernal plane, right? It's very yeah. convenient, because I thought I would have to sleep to be able to talk to you. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. 
You made a deal with D Neil too? I didn't make a deal with him. Uh, he made a deal with us. No, he didn't make a deal with us either. I accidentally well, I didn't <laughs> I killed his fiance. Uh, I didn't know that he that, that was his fiance, but I killed her. And uh, and then he was like, now I have to get him another bride. Or it'll be her. Well, they're talking, buddy. Big pocket family. Smile across his face. Oh my God! I heard about that. <laughs> he no, told me about that. That's me. Ha! Small world. Either way, my name's Corgle. Corgle Merker. Nice to meet someone else working with Demiel, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, basically, I just do simple things. Profane the gods, you know, uh, kill people in his name, uh, sacrifice to him. Little things like that, really. But so far, it's been a pretty nice trade-off. Okay. Well, um, how do you communicate? Mm, rituals and such. Uh, sometimes he leaves me messages in my in my book. He uh, holds up a small, looks to be leather bound uh, notebook, with little tentacles <laughs> hanging off of it and such. Or, no, not tentacles. Little horns, I'd say, sticking out of it. Okay. It kind of uh, smokes. All the pages are smoking. Cool. Maybe while we we take a little rest here. I could do with the rest. I, I could do with the rest, but look, I mean, um, while you guys are deciding this, I'm just gonna make sure that our guest is nice and secure. Yes, do make uh, sure I gag her as well. So I'll, 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 I'll gag her, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put like a bedroll under her head and everything like that, because she's knocked out, and I mean, I did bash her in the face like a bit <laughs> with, with face. Um, you know, just tie her up and make sure that she's not dying. Cool. Like I was saying before. Yeah, like what I was saying before. <laughs> While everyone's talking, Buddy snatches that uh, uh, amulet she was using before. Okay. Hey, um, Elvira. Uh, <laughs> Elvira, did you did you manage to get a look at this puzzle at all? I have, yes. Well, this door over here, she points to a large uh, metallic door ahead, seems to be locked, and there's no way I can get through it, magic or otherwise. And then she points to a small pedestal with a switch in the middle of it, covered in a glass dome. I got this. No, <laughs> please don't. Please, please don't. Can we, can we just think about this first? We're about to go fight, like... A mummy lord. Lots of zombies, probably. Zombies? Is it anything about zombies? Well, if there's a mummy, isn't there going to be zombies? We do believe that there is some sort of mummy back there, powerful undead. What's the history behind it? We're not 100%. We know its name is Zemotep. Zemotep. Interesting. Zemotep. Zemotep. That's not cheesy at all. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> how, how well did you guys scan this room? I mean, are there any uh, yeah, murder yeah. holes or anything here we can disable? Nothing of the sort as far as we can tell, really. Do you think do you think it would be safe to maybe get a bit of shut eye? We can all take turns. I think so. We rested here easily enough. Yes. All right. So eight hours. Sentry lies down. So you're all going to take eight hour rest. Yeah, but we'll set guards as well. Okay. Who's, who's guarding? Uh, I'll do first. I'll take second watch. 
third, fourth? I don't take lunch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is a wake up time, isn't it? Yeah. Never mind. I, I want to sleep. Okay, but he's but he's watching us. If you trust him. So, um, whilst the others are beginning to rest, I'd say maybe a couple hours into their rest, uh, you notice the drow woman seems to awaken. The priestess. She looks around and seemingly disappears at once from her ro- from her ropes fall to the ground lightly. Yeah. Did he manage to steal what he was looking for? What, did I? The amulet? Yes, you're able to take that from her. Okay. <laughs> I think Drow have some natural abilities. So who all is awake at this point? Only Feather? Only Feather? Yeah, you guys went to sleep. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Do I see the ropes drop? Yes. Yeah, if you're on guard, you're keeping an eye on her. Is it so. teleport there and grab Well, as if, as you as go as there, you don't see her. You can give me a perception check to search the, the area. the ropes fell down. Fell down. Yeah. Like, one second she was there, and the next, the ropes fall to the ground as if there was suddenly Six. nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see, six is not very good. <laughs> so, you search, tossing the, rope. the, throwing the ropes behind you. Looking around. Where, the, where could she go looking around? All over, but you don't find any trace of the drow. Uh, just her robes. And, well, wait, what happens when you wild shape? You can choose to have it all absorbed. Your clothes and equipment goes with you still? So, the ropes are there that were tied with, and the, the things she was bound with, the gag. But, you guys really should just get a, a, cert, a specialized gag. <laughs> but, um, and... Even if you gag a person, there's a wall check. She scurried away as a small little spider while you were looking around. I'm actually not too worried about that. Feather is not too worried about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you tell the others that she escaped? Or I don't wake them up. No. Okay. I want everybody to sleep. Buddy, buddy looks at you and goes, he just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as far as the drow is concerned, she is just a spider in a room that probably has many spiders in it. Yeah. So, buddy, when we, when we wake up, yeah, you can just fireball everywhere if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or we could just not care and he turns invisible again. <laughs> buddy, don't give a shit. Nope. <laughs> I'm watching everybody very closely around me. Uh, the others seem unaffected by anything. They're not. No one attacks you or anything for your th- the rest of your watch. Okay. Who's taking second watch then? I'm taking second watch. watch. I tell huh? you what happened. Yeah. She just disappeared. Man. Some bitch. Ropes fell down. All right. I'm and gonna. Then she was gone. I looked around, but I couldn't find anything. I couldn't see if she turned into a spider or teleported or I don't know what they do. But she just disappeared, man. Alright, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna wake Elvira. I'll just have a word with Elvira during the watch. Okay. You okay. Get some I'm gonna go to sleep, man. man. Alright. So, uh, I'll just uh, rouse Elvira. Yeah, what is it? An old lady, let me sleep. Um, well, we have a, a bit of an issue, I guess. Our, our friend, uh, the priestess, has uh, 
disappeared. I guess fuck, I forgot that she could turn into things. Yeah, there's not so many ways you can really hold down a druid. People it's are very, 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 very frustrating. Is there any way you can make out which one she is? I mean, like, we can't get out of this room, can we? Uh, she... she well, she could leave, I suppose, if she really wanted to. She was outnumbered quite, quite a bit. Let me look. She flips through her spell book a little bit. Uh, casts a spell, kind of looks around, her eyes are kind of glowing blue for a moment, I suppose, as she scans the room and says, No, I don't think that she's here any longer. Son of a bitch. Alright. Sorry to wake you. Look, um, the whole reason we wanted to keep her alive, I think maybe your companion spoke to you, is we, we, we need to find some way to help my friend Zandri out. Um, the only other option that we've come across so far is something that I don't know. Maybe you can help with. Are you um, are you an enchanter of any sort? I mean, uh, how much do you know about uh, the trapping of souls and objects? I mean, I know quite a bit about such things. I'm skilled in all the magical arts. If we wanted to get somebody's soul out of a vessel and into an unoccupied body, do you think you'd be able to help with that? Now, what you're asking me about sounds a little ethically dubious, I suppose. Perhaps. Tell me the details, if you're, if you're willing to spill the beans, so to speak. Let me know all the details of what you're asking. I don't agree to things. Well, fair enough. Um, a while back, we, uh, I'm pretty sure you maybe you've had some run-ins with them as well, but... Uh, we, we started tracking this cult of the Void, those that worship this Void Naga. <laughs> and, um, well, it seemed to have been led by uh, a group of hags. Uh, we defeated one, and it turned out that uh, she had somewhat of a phylactery of some sorts, a, a, a special ring. And uh, she's, she, her soul is trapped inside there now. And, well, Timiel is this uh, demon lord, devil lord, I'm not quite sure, arch devil, something along those lines that uh, was, I don't know, engaged to one of the other hags, but we killed her. So now there's only... Emil enjoyed that. Uh, he was not very impressed from what I understand. Um, but our idea is we've made sort of a tenuous alliance with uh, this hag mother that's trapped in the ring. We intended to find the last remaining hag that sort of leads this cult of the void and dispatch her, get the mother into her body, and she would become Tiniel's new bride. I thought we could maybe do away with all that by perhaps giving this drow woman the option of, okay, live and become a demon bride or die. But she has. It seems that she took the option of live and leave. It seems like she took that option. So basically, we have we have a ring that has a soul trapped in it, and we would still need to locate Patricia. I think her name was. Mm, I don't think I ever got the names of the heads of that old cult, although uh, the wizard Kylik did send somewhat regular reports about their activities. See. 
Either way, so what is your question? You want me to assist you with putting a hag soul in some other body? Yes. I could perhaps help a small bit, but to do that to an unwilling person seems a bit cruel. Mm, I'm not sure it should be unwilling or not. The, uh, our goal is to essentially end Patricia, so she would be dead. So the corpse would be available. No, we killed Skelly. Kill, kill, kill yeah. Well, I'm not sure exactly what help I could be. I know that it's the force of personality and willpower of the soul itself that will determine how easily or not it's able to take over the new body. Okay. So, for example, it seems that your idea of defeating the hag first and then putting the ring on would, would help quite a bit. That would make it a lot easier for her to take over. Okay. The closer to death or more injured someone is, the less they can focus on, on protecting their mind. How would she be able to, tr to cross over from this ring into the body of mind? Put the ring on the other body. Should be able to do it from take over from there. I mean, this, this hags are crafty creatures. From what I understand, they're they're crafty, but they're I don't know. They seem to more or less keep their word unless they can get out of it somehow. Well, I mean, that seems pretty common if you ask me. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for your help, Blair. I mean, you. Get back to sleep, I'll continue my watch. Going to. These old bones need twice as much rest as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of your watches go relatively normally. As they said, this is a a pretty safe room for the most part. Long <laughs> That wasn't a good Long room. No, I can't. Yeah, my voice is shit today. Yeah, my voice is also Thanks. terrible. I'm going for puberty again. <laughs> Boosh. <laughs> so, um, you all awaken, feeling refreshed. I think you still have to spend the hit die to heal. I don't think no, it's... No, no, long rest is... Automatic. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you get into your hit die spend. Half, half the amount you used. Yeah. Mm. So that's something to keep in mind, because the hit dice can run out. Yeah, I've used all of them, so I've got four now. Full health, some hit dice. Okay. Alright. So, um, oh the rest of the group gets up and gets ready, you know, but you notice that uh, most of her compatriots just kind of sit off to the side. Uh, they're not really the puzzle type, so to speak, you know, they're more there to play bodyguard. What's, what are they again? Oh, um, let's see, her group, there is a human fighter dressed okay. in heavy armor, and uh, there is a Goliath barbarian woman with a fiery great axe. There is a tall elfin man with kind of a punk rock sort of look, dual-wielding, he's a rogue. Okay. And there's the half-elk warlock. Half-orc warlock. Half-elk? Half-elk. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> The half-orc <laughs> What was his name again? Uh, Korgul. The half-elk war-orc. Yeah. 
That sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> side note, uh, unrelated, just watched a horror movie last night called The Ritual. It was on Netflix. It was really good, actually. Wow. Has kind of an elk looking monster. Elk looking monster. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Either way, so they're all they all wake up and Elvira is kind of looking over the the puzzle some more, I guess. And do you guys want me to describe it in detail? Yeah. So I, yeah, get I search around, yes. Yeah, so yes, looking around, you can see there is the metal door. It is solid and not able to be opened by any means, no locks or anything. Uh, there is a pedestal with the switch that she believes will open the door, but it is covered by a glass case. She tells you that the glass case seems to be enchanted so that it will not move for anything. Or break? They tried to break it? Uh, no, they have not. Uh, other than that, there are four gargoyle statues around the pedestal, each one painted a different color with a small gem in its mouth. What kind of gem? How big are the gargoyles? Um, like maybe three feet tall. Okay. Like a church gargoyle. Perfect. Very high. <laughs> what colors are these things? Uh, there's one that is red, okay. one that is yellow, one that is blue, and one that is green. And do the gems match the corresponding colors? Uh, no, they are mixed up. Uh, the red gem is in the blue mouth, the green one is in the red mouth. They're all mixed up. Could it be that simple? I... Give it a try, she says. We've, we've tried putting these gems in every different combination we can think of. Oh, yeah? Can I try cast Word of Radiance on the Yellow Gargoyle? Okay, what does that do? Uh, it's Radiant Damage. Uh, it's just Radiant Damage and Leg. Alright, the statue smashes <coughs> to pieces, I guess. Statue smashes to pieces. Or whatever it would do on a on a statue. Shatter. The statue shatters. Cracks. Yeah, well I'm, I'm trying to think of it like a spell like you know, like impact break. damage or is it just uh, Or does it just affect like the health of something? Because it, it's just a statue. It's a laser, it would it's like just radiant. Affect the, the health of something. Each creature I see makes say what takes one six radiant. So it just yeah, so it's not a creature. <laughs> yeah, it just it glows. It glows with radiant energy for a bit <laughs> and then Nothing happens, though, sadly. Okay, well, that, I was, say, that was my idea. I say, well, let's hold off on the spell using for a bit. We've got to fight something big well, next door. Are there, are, are there are rooms there? or... Any inscriptions? Any inscriptions? We'll, we'll look around for that, for something like that. Instructions? Um, well, there is a small bit of writing over the door, but it's just a warning. It what? says, here lies the tomb of Zemotep. All who enter, be cursed. Huh. Have I heard of Zemotep before? Uh, no. Hmm. There's a switch in the middle of the four goggles, basically. Yes, it's in the middle, on a pedestal in the middle, uh, covered in a glass case that will not move. Attach the glass case? It feels like normal glass. Is it blowing in the middle? That's right. Lift it. It will not lift. Can I inspect the sides of the, the room, like around the ceiling area? I want to see if I notice any more of those funny eyes or anything like that. 
Um, I looking around, you actually don't see anything like that. The room seems to be very bare other than this trap in it, you know, the gargoyles. I take all the jewels out of the mouth. What? I put them in my bag. Okay. Is you think that'll solve it? <laughs> no, I just love all the pretty jewels. <laughs> so I've been trying to think of a solution. I've been putting the gems on the glass, putting them in, trying to stick them in the pedestal, trying to find a did spot you, for them. Did you color code them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tried all the different I mean, colors. They thought this two mix make that color, these two mix make that color, but none of it's been working. You can hear nearly to the gargoyles on a day or two. The gargoyles, I've tried casting spells on the gargoyles. I've tried we lift looking them? behind them. They're built into the wall. They won't really move on their own. We tried pulling all the fingers, sticking a finger up the nose, in the mouths. I can't think of anything. Sounds like there might be a red herring. This glass dome won't move. You can try to lift it or something. It won't. Let's try break it. Wait, wait let, let's, let's search. It, it, might, it actually might be a red herring. Let's search the rest of the room. Is there any uh, secret doors, levers, compartments? Maybe you have to move the room. Because that would be, that would be an interesting deterrent <laughs> to, to, for intruders. You, you place a red herring right in front of them. They spend all their time focused on it when the real entrance might be somewhere else. I stand in front of the door and I say, I am Zimotep, open. No, you're not. No, no one says that. <laughs> uh, no, no, there's no response, uh, nothing. You're just talking, that it echoes back lightly to you. I asked the big one with a fiery axe, the orcish uh, uh, yes, Goliath. Yes, the, the Goliath, yes. Smash it. Smash the glass. You sure? Boss? And the wizard just throws up her hands and just says, you know what? Don't you think we haven't tried? She says, okay. Everybody just... stand back. And she very easily smashes the glass to pieces. <laughs> the switch is now wide open for anyone to flip. Everybody stand back. I got this. Wait, stop. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that one. <laughs> I'm busy preparing my spells still. Oh, come on. Did, did you really tell him to wait, stop, because yes. you're preparing? How, how does it do it, prepare spells? You have to sit and... Same way everybody else did before <laughs> when we woke up. Do you need some help? Can I read them to you? How does it work? <laughs> Try to decide what the best stuff is to have with us, okay? Um. Oh, so Fleur hasn't readied her spells yet. Is that what you're telling us? Zenbri's fucking cool. <laughs> Fleur has not... Fleur had a long night last night. Sorry, guys. That's hence the sunglasses. <laughs> hey, if, if somebody's gonna move the lever, Aki, you just made you. It's no fun. Go ahead, Fleur. But I wait for, yeah. Uh, so Unless we just break on it later. Yeah, we'll say that you have them actually done. <laughs> you got okay. you, you can figure it out. So you flip the switch, and the door slides open. That was it. It was just... I look at the other party, like... I mean, we didn't want to break it and set off a trap or anything. I guess, you know, sometimes the simplest solutions are the best ones. Uh, Sometimes. I guess so. Also, uh, he likes to smash things. So, I mean... You wouldn't believe how many times Nima here said the same thing. Just let me break it. Just let me break it. I'm sorry, Nima. You were right the whole time. <laughs> I look at Nima and give him a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe... I'd just like to introduce myself to all of you. 
compatriots here. I mean, I, don't I would say you guys names. already did that. Yeah. So we've got Nima, and who's the elf? Uh, the elf is named Lorem. Lorem and the Ipsum? human. Preston. Preston. Does he have a little? Uh, Ascot. Yeah. <laughs> well, like a little little cardigan tied back. Or something. Mm, no, I don't understand <laughs> that reference. It's Preston. It just sounds like a creepy kind of name. Think. Um, what's the blonde dude's name in Scooby Doo? Uh, Fred. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Fred. <laughs> All right. Okay, um, poke my head through the door. Okay, so not not my feet, just my head. So yes, the you open the door and uh, let's see inside. Deathly quiet and dark. Cool air flows out of the chamber into the into your room. The gust of air carries the faint scent of spices and even beneath that, rot. And then so you're going to go ahead and enter. Before we go so ahead and enter, I would just like to poison my blades. <laughs> Sounds like a marketing right. So you guys open the door and then stop for a few minutes. Finishes her spells. You're like, let me poison my blades. Aki's like, let me. I'm just looking. Let me comb Buddy's hair real quick. He looks like a mess. I'm just waiting for Feather to go in and trigger all the traps. <laughs> does it look? Feather's doing a little braiding in his beard. Right this now. is going to be one hell of a perception check. But does it look as if any of the spiders in the room maybe went into the That's open door? <laughs> that's real meta. That is real, real meta. Not really. I feel like that's a little bit ridiculous. Because you don't know, you don't. How would you have even known that you had wild shape? We do know she changed shape. She huh. changed shape before in the. But in we the didn't fight. see her change shape. Oh, to, to get out of the. I think Jesse's assuming that yeah, she's turned into a spider. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, All right, go ahead. Why not? Well, you know, you never know. I might get a twenty. Could be a worm. <laughs> I think you need a thirty. Uh, twenty. Three. You definitively see that no spiders walk into the room. Alright. That's good enough for me. <laughs> Neither does the spider on your shoulder. Laying <laughs> <laughs> eggs in your ears. Oh no, not again. Not again. <laughs> Damn it. We just stop camping. Okay, so I smell the room. What do I see in the room? Uh, so, uh, like I said, it is pitch black. Is what we smelled. You have dark vision, <laughs> yeah. though, yes? So. Well, dark vision, does that work in total darkness, yeah. or does it still need some sort of light? Total, like, total, total darkness, darkness turns into dim light for 20, 40 feet. It, whatever your range is, but it's just so black and white. Yeah. You can't see right, so looking into there, you can't really see the far side of the room. It's too dark still. But uh, just peeking your head in, you can make out uh, some large square pillars rising up on either side of you, uh, all going all the way down as far as you can see. And to the sides of the walls, uh, empty sarcophagi, sarcophagi, sarcophagi. Some guy. Empty ones that are open. And beside them, though, occasionally see uh, a large statue Rise. of uh, an, a dog-faced humanoid. Totally got scared. I see perfectly in total darkness up to 120 feet. To 120 feet. So you can see further down, and it's the the same still. Uh, more pillars, more sarcophagi. And more of uh, these Anubis-faced, uh, you know, dog-faced Anubis statues. How many? Is there like one every ten feet or something like that? Um, I would say for 120 feet down, you can see maybe six of them. Um, six. Do I notice six any? Six Are there any tracks or anything on the floor? Spider tracks. Um, let's <laughs> see. <laughs> the tracks. Let me see if anyone's been down here. <laughs> 
Uh, roll a tracking test. Survival. Survival. Nineteen. Uh, let's see. So, looking for tracks. Let me think if anyone would be passing through here. I would say actually this is as far as any of the adventurers have gotten uh, that have passed through any time. All we have to do is break yeah. the belts. A couple of dots <laughs> start appearing on the floor past the Jessup as the mage, invisible mage hand is doing this. Hi, it, it doesn't set up any traps or anything. <laughs> it starts walking forward. Don't have to worry about that necessarily, and you don't really see any traps. I would say, yeah, this is as far as any of the adventuring groups was able to get. Alright, so statue, statue, sarcophagi on the walls. That's mm-hmm. what we see. And when you say going down, you just mean into the distance. It's not yeah, into the, yeah, just into the distance. Yeah, I should be more clear. It's not, it's not in a slope or anything. I will get on the room and just be a bit in the air, and I want to kind of like... Do you have dark vision? Slowly go forward, yes. Alright, so uh, you, once you get... She cast dark vision herself as well. I did. Okay, so we all have dark vision then, right? Yes. I, I would say Elvira probably does the same for her group. Mm-hmm. Uh, that don't have dark vision, you know, Preston, I guess, that wouldn't. I don't think the Goliath does either. So, um, I would say the whole group probably goes in, you know, both groups will start walking in. Unless you guys don't want to, you're just gonna let him go in by himself. I wanna go in. No, we're, yeah. we're, we're, I wanna go we're, in we'll searching go for traps the whole way. I'll be more to, the, anything that looks to the, just off-center to the right side. Relatively uh, high, as high as I can get, basically. Okay, it's a very tall chamber, so I mean, you can get pretty up there. Straight down the middle. I at the back. Hi. And I would say the other group is kind of mixed amongst you guys too. Um, so. So now we're being dicks, waiting for us to fall and shit. No, no, they're they're a little more. Like the drow. Proactive. Yes, they're they're a little more proactive than the drow were. Uh, I speak so, to. Uh, I wouldn't know. Uh, I wouldn't know. Is it Prescott? I wouldn't know he's a rogue, right? Uh, oh, the the elf. Yeah. Uh, the elf, uh, Lorem, you, you would know he was a rogue, you would probably volunteer that information when you guys are just sitting around. You want to come up here in front with me, Lorem, have a look for stuff? I'm pretty quick to get out of the way of things, but I don't necessarily see them. Yeah, nah, we let, we let Nima and Preston take front, take point for us. Let the, let the meteor people take it. I'm just a little elf boy from the streets. Can't take the big hits. Oh, so sad. <coughs> I'll wait back here until we see a treasure chest that needs to be opened. Okay. So do they step forward then with me? Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they'll go ahead with you. Yeah, yeah don't mind more. It's kind of dick. Is this your name? No, Tar. Did I bring that? Miratard? While school kids would call him. While I'm flying? Uh, I'm going to cast Detect Evil and Good, right. and that's within 30 feet of me, pretty much. Right. Uh, let's see, I guess you can see that uh, <laughs> Preston is probably evil. Okay. Or not Preston, um, I'm sorry, uh, Korgul, the half-orc, is evil. Okay. Oh yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, he's a warlock. Okay. Um, let's yeah, see. Like him, yeah. I'm evil. Lauren uh, probably counts as chaotic evil or something along those lines. And uh, that's about it, though, because it's only 30 feet, so you're not able to see to the far end of the room. But 
visually, once you guys are about halfway through, I'd say about 150 or so feet into the room, you can see further down. Ooh, it's a 10 minute concentration. Detect yes. evil and good. And at the far end of the room, uh, I, I messed it up a little bit, sorry. Once you get halfway across the room, Hold on. Several torches begin to light themselves. Uh, he doesn't detect evil alignment. He only detects aberration, celestial, yeah. elemental, faith, fiend, yeah. or undead. Oh, is it all of them, or just you have to pick searching all, for one? Just all of them. basically searching for supernatural creatures. Oh, I misunderstood that one. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't detect alignment at all. I picked a whole bouquet yeah, of oopsie Yeah, I, I thought it, yeah. it sounded like alignment as well, but no, it's not alignment. Okay, no, yeah. of oopsie. Oopsie. A bouquet of oopsie daisies. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm gonna say 30 feet is stupid, so you do detect undead at the far end of the room. Also, and any object that has been magically consecrated or desecrated, like perhaps or perhaps or sarcophagus. Okay, something that's been <laughs> or consecrated or, or desecrated or yeah. undead. So I'm gonna say you actually ping out through the whole room because that's more interesting than 30 feet. This place is in minutes, so we probably... Okay. Yeah, but once you're 30 feet next to something, it's like already, already right up in your face. Hey, if we defeat the, the, the mummy, I think a midget will jump out and say, this place is clean. This house is clean. Okay, so does he tell us there's zombies at the end of the room or undead? So, uh, what you can feel then is that these statues seem to be some sort of consecrated items, and consecrated, a good one. Well, yeah. yeah. And um, at the far end of the room, you can sense a very powerful undead. And then once you, you're sensing all the stuff, you're about halfway through, that's when the torches begin to light, starting from the back room, all the way until the end of the room. When you kick a lamppost down the street. Let's see, they bathe the room in sickly green light. The last torch at the far end of the room illuminates a figure sitting on a glittering throne. Sarcophagi line the walls, and between them, I already said that part, tall dog-faced statues wielding curved blades sit in guard. The chamber is massive, uh, and there you go. So once you're in the center, the figure in the throne begins to move a little bit, shifting slightly in its chair. It raises its fist clenched high in the air. And I need you all to give me a strength saving throw. Oh, shit. Is it magic? Why do you gotta be like that? Is it a spell? Um, it's like a layer action. So, yeah, it's like a spell. 14. So, uh, let me look up, uh, I call this I'm, uh, the sarcophagi shuffle. 19. 19? 7. 7? 14. 14? 4. 4. Ooh, that's not good. Wait, does, does it affect people? Buddy too? He's invisible. What? Does it, it Oh, is Buddy? It? Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter if he's invisible, actually. Oh, Buddy rolled a 22. So he's actually fine. So. <laughs> I would like to use my inspiration right now. Go for it. Ooh, can I do that too? <laughs> I have that's, an inspiration. I just lifted it. That's what it's for. Is that a reroll? Yeah. All right, yeah. sweet. Uh, why not? Eight. Eight, okay. <laughs> uh, seven, fourteen was better. No inspiration. <laughs> I rolled one better on my inspiration. Oh. 
<laughs> Man, for the first time using inspiration, and they both failed. Uh, uninspired. Uninspired. Uh, so very uninspired. You, full, right. you feel yourself magically pulled fast into the sarcophagi lining the walls. Into it? Into them. They slam shut loudly, which echoes throughout the hallway. Uh, so, you, you, and you. I had 14 before. I had 14. Yes. Still, yeah. still thrown in. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. Uh, you are fine. I would say Elvira. She is actually out there with you still. Um, let's see. The rogue fails. I'm gonna say the rogue fails. Preston fails, so you're left out. Mm -hmm. Elvira the wizard is left out, and Nima the Goliath barbarian is left out. Oh, it's on fireball. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the, a raspy voice, as rough as grinding sand, calls out from the throne toward you three. Who are we don't hear it Maybe you can hear it muffled a little bit. Okay. Do it muffled. Turn around. My best buddy, so I fireball. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we should roll initiative. Yeah, yeah, roll initiative. So that, that'll go for everyone, too. Yeah. Now you roll. Thank you. Oh, there's my normal roll. That's for 19. That's <laughs> not bad. 13. 22. Pull out an actual piece of paper I can use. An actual factual piece of paper. No, oh, no. Not like. So let's 10. see. Uh, So let's see, Elvira, she rolled, not great, uh, let's see, and then Nima, rolled somehow worse, <coughs> uh, let's see, those are the two NPCs that are out there, uh, what did you roll for your initiative? Ten. Ten. And what did you roll? Twelve. Twelve. Is it eight? It's twelve. And what did you roll? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh shit. I don't know where we're going. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. I don't know where we're going. We just need to hold her off for like thirty more minutes. <coughs> and what did you roll? Oh, I already have yours. And then the money lord. Do you, do you still have those soft sets around? I don't know where I'm Uh, did I cut them out and give them to you, or...? I wrote them down somewhere, but I don't know where I where I put them. I know it has 13 charges, and I know that they're recharged. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I have anything. Oh, no, no, never mind. So, right, so, Feather Marshal, uh, you go first. So you were thrown into one of the sarcophagi, right? Yeah. So you are in a claustrophobic stone casket. Uh, 
yeah. probably will run out of air in, in time, but you don't have to worry about that immediately. Uh, so I would say the options are try to break your way out by destroying its hit points and destroying it, or just pushing it open, which would be a harder strength check. Come on, kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I will... Yeah, I think I'm going to hit it. Ah. I'm going to hit it. Do I use my dagger to hit it? I don't know. I don't you know. can use the do. dagger, I guess, still. The hilt of it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Break it. 16? Uh, yep. Second attack. 17? Huh? And. Yeah, bonus attack. That would be. Bonus attack is offhand for me. It's. On the hand, so yeah. that's. 11. 11. That one doesn't make okay. it. I'd say like AC 12 for it to be an effective enough attack to count to doing damage to it. So you... Hey, let me out, motherfucker. Will my fire damage do anything to it? I mean, cold damage. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can add magic damage to it. There's two hits. Five. Seven. Ten. Eighteen. Eighteen damage total? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, now you spend your turn bashing against the casket, trying to get out. It is the mummy's turn. Uh, let's see. Alright, so it stares straight at Aki mm-hmm. with its hate-filled empty sockets where its eyes would be. And like me. you feel <laughs> overcome with emotion. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, plus six, 19. 19, dang. Okay, so you are fine. It's a dreadful glare does nothing to you. I stare back with my shadow eyes. <laughs> what? It... Simply uh, will fire a. And actually, it doesn't do anything. It just sits there and it's still waiting to see if you all will leave his. And he says, I have your friends. Just go now. And then it goes to Jessup's turn. Okay, so I have got my uh, slap stone and a short sword. So I'm going to try hit, hit, hit. So uh, staff one, uh, 23 to hit. Uh, 23 hits. The AC for the caskets is 12 for, for the sarcophagi. Okay. Okay. So, two hits. One with the soft and one with the other thing. I will burn a charge for radiant damage for the soft So, uh, two hits then. And then, 26 plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need a visual. The radiant damage the sarcophagi. These are the sarcophagi. Uh, well, the room is really big, is, is the issue. Um, basically, I want to know if Jessup and Feather were pulled into adjacent sarcophagi. Far, which, which ones were they? These would be the sarcophagi. Yeah, yeah, and this because there's six, and this would be the. Dude. It's like 150 links wise. Okay. So. Okay. So. Maybe there. Six. Is there another sarcophagi? Wow, it's far. And where, like here? So you guys got. Yeah, yeah, so you guys are more in the and center. The du- and the dude is here. Yes. Get your minis out. Okay, 
So, seven, 17, 17 damage as I'm hitting it. Which one is feathering? Which uh, one is feathering? like me out and another. So, just yeah. tell me the total damage. 17, six of which ah. was radiant. Okay, no problem. So, you're, you're wailing on it, 17 damage. Uh, so, let me see. Okay, no problem. Which one Easy is peasy, lemon squeezy. So, you uh, bang it, but you're unable to break through the, the sarcophagi yet. It goes to Zenbri now. I kind of wish that you guys had seen this roll because I rolled a one. So I pre-rolled. Rolled one and then I rolled twenty. I was just like Very nice. Mm-hmm. Right. Um so what I want to know is if I can I uh cast a cantrip like ice like frostbite on it to weaken it and then punch it or would I have to do I would that? say it would just do the same damage yeah. Oh, would it? Yeah. Um it wouldn't cause like extra damage, I guess. Cantrip is also full action. Yes, I know. You could just try and roll to push the thing it. open. Yeah. I have, I'm like a teeny tiny person. You roll I a guess 20. The How big you roll is a twenty. This? I did roll a twenty, but I mean. Add your strength modifier if you have one. I have no strength modifier. Well, you should roll a uh, twenty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can I get it open? Yeah, yeah. So you, you. How put, big is this thing? Like it's pretty big, like people I'm size. Little, I'm a little person, so am I standing up in it or am I lying you're down? Able to, yeah, you're, you actually, you're like, oh, this is kind of roomy <laughs> here. I'm in a apartment. Yeah, this is studio. Yeah. No, what, so you, you put that thing your back against the, the backside right? and you yeah. push as hard as you can with your little halfling legs, yeah. and it cracks open just enough for you to slip out, okay, out so into the central area. But that'll take. Yeah, a lot of the, the your turn, yeah. And of course, a lot of my movement. Uh, which one am I next to? Yeah, dealer's choice. You can pick. Okay. Which which one of those ones you want to be stuck Feather. in? I'll just be next to the middle one. Yeah. Hi. Feather, which one are you in? And which Jess, which one are you in? Uh, where's the right hand side? I said I was by the right hand side. Of the so room. probably so that side. I will be by that one, in that one. In this one? Yeah. Okay. I'll be in that one. Where's my character? <laughs> Like DMPC, he's half angel, half demon, and yeah, it starts with a plus three sword. Uh, and all the plot is actually centered around his backstory. If I, if I see Zenbury uh, popping out of her thing, then uh, who's turn? Is it my turn? Yet? Uh, let's see. Actually, yes, it goes to you after Zenbury. In that case, it's a choice. I think that would be fine. Good roll. I'm just, no, I'm, I'm considering fireballing both the sarcophagi. But no, okay. Focus fire. No, uh, okay. Buddy's gonna try to help. Uh, basically, uh, he's gonna try to. If she can open it, Buddy's gonna try to open the Mark's sarcophagi. Uh, so give Buddy a, a strength check, I guess. Oh, oh that was a. Is not gonna do it, so that is Buddy's turn or uh, yeah. Buddy's action, which oh, is your great. action, right? Or no, just... well, I don't have to spend it to make him attack. Okay. But for his regular actions, he can, he can just do his own thing. Yeah. I'm gonna fireball the mummy. Huh? Yeah, he just makes a deck save. DC. He was sitting down. He was sitting down. 16. Uh, 21, 26. 
Let's see. So he has to make a save, correct? Deck saving throw. Okay. And he was sitting. So he has advantage. <laughs> and saving throw, as it says. Hacha. Sprightly. Uh, magic resistance is, yep. is the name of the ability. Uh, so I have to beat. I rolled a 17. He got it. He beat me. So he takes half damage? Just yep. Uh, so what, what did I roll again? 27? 26. So 26, so 13. 13. 13 damage to the mummy boy. Damn it. Mummy's boy. <laughs> okay. And then it goes to Nima, the barbarian. So I guess uh, she'll go try and open up one of the other caskets, I guess. Where the other people are. Yeah, she'll. <laughs> Swing by this one, I guess. And try to open it. Let's see. Plus. Hey! Okay, so. With a mighty bolt, she rips open the lid to your casket. Actually, there's that chance. She wasn't really paying attention to who got pulled into which one. Who do you want that to be? Just here's That'll be the Goliath, I guess. If we get confused, it's not a super big deal. Uh, so, let's see, that's, uh, and then Alvira, she's going to, hmm, cast a protection spell on herself. So then it goes back to Feather Marshal. You are now free from the, yep, the, uh, sarcophagus. I do my normal trick. I see him. I run at him, screaming. 10, 30... 40. 40. I teleport behind it. Alright. 10, 20, 30, 45. Yep. Can I get, like, behind him or? No, oh, he's uh, back to the wall. So, legendary actions. Quick question for you guys. It's a free action. It's just whenever, right? It's whenever a free action. At the end of somebody else's turn. At the end yeah. of their turn. Okay, good. So, your turn. So, uh, you're attacking him. Layer actions are at the top at 20. Okay. So, uh, go ahead and attack. Yeah. Uh, advantage on the first one. Which is good. 26. Take 26 hits. And then I'll hit him again. Uh, Stunning striking. Can't save. So, can't save 14, so he's got advantage, I suppose. Oh, yeah, it's not magic. All his saving goes up. Oh, no, no. Magic. Oh, no, that's magic. magic. Resistance. magic. Yeah, that's not magic. It's not magic. It's just literally magic. hitting him that hard. Like, what do I have to beat? 14. 14. Okay, that's what I rolled actually. Oh, yeah. Let's check his panels. Like, okay, ah, next yeah. one I'll do as well. 22. I'll hit. So another stunning yeah. strike, another key yeah. point. Two key points. Okay, same thing. Alright, shit. Okay, I rolled two fine. 14s. I hit him with cold damage. Alright. So, if you need that separate. 6, 9, 10. 18 damage. He is not stunned. 18 damage? Yeah. I so he's going to use. Alright, <laughs> so uh, he's going to use his blasphemous word lair action uh, since you're near him within 10 feet of the mummy lord. So you must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Because what he, he says, he says fuck, and it's so offensive <gasps> <laughs> that it might just stun you. You can't say fuck on the internet! 
19. Ah, you're fine, though. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, whatever, I say fuck all the time, too. That's not that shocking. <laughs> then it goes to the mummy's turn. He is going to be very angry at you for doing all that damage to him. Mummies don't like to be hit. Mm-hmm. Such a mummy's boy. I know, right? <laughs> Get it. <laughs> so he just turns with surprising speed and points an evil mummy finger at you. Uh, let's see, you must make a constitution saving throw again. Um, no, I don't believe so. Fifteen! Fifteen, so, on a failed save... Ooh, ouch. Okay. Are there any distinctive D6s I can borrow? Yeah. Yeah. These ones are quite distinctive. Yep. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Make a dick save with it, alright? <laughs> Well, no, 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 you already failed. It was a con. Right. So it was a con. You get another, you get another one, I'm sure. Sure, right there. Okay, let's see. Twelve. Uh, Twenty-two. Oh, yeah, our Julie can resurrect you. Uh, Thirty. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. It's last words trying to make a, make a dying man feel better. Forty. We're 41 damage. Nice. Jeez, crazy. I'm gonna have one yours. I've never felt such strength. Let's see. The turn fails the same Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> there's more. Your maximum hit point number drops by 10. Even if they heal you, they can only heal you up to ten below your maximum. You have been- you now suffer the mummy's curse. <laughs> That's okay, I have to stop the mummy's curse. And the mummy... I look bad, everybody. I look gaunt and pale. Will, uh, you know, raise his hands in the air in a grand motion and two of the Anubis statues along the side of the wall sort of detach from their position and stride forward, blades in hand. Of course they do. Because you can't have a bad guy by himself. Yeah, that's just a bad idea. So, uh, where are the Anubis statues? Uh, let's see. Say they are coming from the walls, so they're moving this way. Maybe one going toward Feather and one going toward the other group. Oh god, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. What's that pink fan doing? It is. When I came in, it was, it was hot. Yeah, but can it be on us? It is on us. It is on us. It's placed towards the floor. It's placed toward here in general. But then that is blonde. Okay. And then AC is on. So, wait, <laughs> literally what, is there, the AC is on? Uh-huh. In the closed room? No, in the room. Never mind. They should put that fragment in the door. It doesn't look like it reaches, though. Yeah. No, yeah, it does. 
It's summer season here. Yeah, no. okay, well, do you want to take like a? Well, you guys want to take like a fiver? Yeah. Here's where it stands. The heroes have entered the mummy's tomb. They were thrown into different sarcophagi, but they have uh, escaped from the clutches of them. Feather Marshal uh, bravely or foolishly attacked the mummy lord and found himself badly injured in return by its uh, by its powerful harming magic. Uh, so. Will our heroes and their new friends, their new allies, defeat the Mummy Lord? Find out next time on Dice Nerds and Nagas.